This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Zach Moreno and Rock Felder. They are the co-founders of Squadcast FM, an intuitive audio and video recording platform that's been taking the podcast world by storm. Thank you for joining me today, guys. Thanks for having us, Roman. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So tell me kind of a little bit about your journeys, how that you guys got started, if there were any kind of pivots, hurdles, how your paths intersected and how did you kind of come up with the idea for starting a Squadcast? Well, Rock and I are longtime friends and go way back. So I think our uh, our, our paths uh, crossed when we were first in high school uh, and you know, uh, had had uh, had good times back then, and along that journey, Rock was the first person to introduce me to podcasts from uh, kind of an audience listener perspective. I, I love learning new things, and podcasting has always and still does uh, provide a really really great way to uh, to pick up uh, off of new conversations and topics. So, was kind of in that listening mode for a long time through through college and my early career um of course rock and i stayed in touch and um decided uh decided at a point to um to really go from a of a passive listener experience as part of the audience and uh actually participate more actively as uh, as a creator in uh the emerging genre of podcasting called um uh i'm drawing a blank on what it's called right now wow audio dramas my apologies yeah the uh the emerging genre of audio dramas um with uh with some of the early inspiration from science fiction podcasts like ours paradoxica um really saw an opportunity to uh to yeah create something in a new medium uh get outside of my comfort zone and work within audio uh telling stories so that really uh, was the not related to doing a startup or a web business or SaaS or anything like that. It was uh, it was more so just wanting to do a creative side project um, and really discovered this challenge and uh, opportunity to build unique tools for podcasters to record quality audio from anywhere in the world because we had a distributed production team for that project. We quickly found this uh, this challenge of uh, recording quality audio across the web and uh, not being in the same location. So that's really where um, I started to uh, I started with that that um, that challenge. Saw an opportunity to um, to really build something new and uh, and quickly realized that I needed to talk to my good friend Rock about uh, the business aspect of building a product that is uh, in service of a global community. Uh, bringing innovative technology to uh, to the creative landscape. So uh, you know we've been uh, we've been co-founders since then for the past uh, four years ish. 
and uh, really grateful we could work with the the podcast community and all the creative work that's being done in this growing industry. No, that's awesome. Yeah, and for me, go ahead. Go on. Uh, I was just gonna say, for me, uh, like Zach said, it was it was cool, you know, starting from that baseline of we've been friends for ten years and really trust each other. And and throughout those years, I've I've seen Zach kind of set these really ambitious goals such as wanting to work at Google or write a book and then you know one after another he just starts to accomplish those um, and for my own journey I was kind of uh, doing well uh, you know uh, having a successful corporate life I guess you could say um, which is what I, I thought I wanted at first and I just found myself really struggling with that once I got to a certain point um, you know that you know, once you hit 75k salary and your you know your happiness is no longer uh correlated to to your salary that i, I think I, I did i did reach that point and i wanted to do something more independent um more entrepreneurial more creative and so when zach approached me about this and to be his partner on this journey it was like wow man like i i've seen you do enough things where I have no doubt that that you're going to make something happen, whatever it is. And the fact that it was podcasting, which was, you know, like he said, we, we were listeners, we're big fans of the medium um, and really experienced the magic of it. You know, it didn't, it didn't seem like it was early to us, but it actually still was even in 2016. Um, there were so many people that weren't familiar with, with podcasting or, or didn't really even know about it, didn't know it was on their phones. And that, that blew my mind. And I just thought there's, there's more people that, that would enjoy this and more, most likely get inspired to start recording that. And the idea for Squadcast just seemed like a really exciting thing to get behind and, and couldn't think of a, a better partner to kind of uh, complement my skill set and my interest in business um, to, to do something that, um, you know, could give creators like this tool to just really empower and get their content out there, get their stories out there. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's obviously, like we talked offline, it's a great platform that hopefully I move to at some point in terms of scaling my show. And I guess it's it's a great kind of relationship where you get to work with your friend. How is that kind of business relationship kind of developed and some of the things that you may have um, overcome or seen as hurdles and kind of tackled together in, in this business? I think the tough part is like just the conversations can go anywhere because it's like, I know his parents, I know his wife, like he knows my parents, my, my girlfriend, like, you know, it's, so it's easy. We have similar interests and stuff. So like the conversation, conversation can transition from, you know, business squadcast related to some of that stuff. So, um, and you know, lately with, with the growth that we've had, which is uh, a great problem to have, we just have less time to talk about those things. So we got to keep it focused and, 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 you know, got to cut it off and say, Hey man, you know, go have dinner, <laughs> go enjoy your weekend type stuff. So, um, but I think overall it's a good, it's been a real true blessing because I think you, we're just starting from a place of mutual respect, admiration. We've seen each other over the last 10 years, accomplish some things that I think you know, that's why he, he did feel confident reaching out to me um, because I think he had seen that I was doing well and must have been impressed just as I was of him. So um, I'm not, you know, it's not without its challenges. Um, we've certainly had times where it's gotten tense and stressful, but it's nothing that we didn't come out better and stronger for. And I, I truly mean that. And I think it's because 
we just are always operating from that bottom level of respect and love for each other that, you know, it's most of the stuff is just because we are stressed and because we want to do so well that it's not really, you know, uh, I don't know. Well, you, you tell me, Zach. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you uh, said yes to my crazy three hour long <laughs> pitch. That was, it was two hours coherent, <laughs> uh, not as articulate as, as things are today uh, or well-refined. So um, yeah, I would, I would add to what rock just said uh, that we also, our skills complement each other really well without overlapping to a maybe p- potentially contentious degree. So I'm a, uh, my background is, uh, is a software engineer, a full stack software engineer and rocks background is in finance and accounting and, uh, and business. So um, while I've studied those topics uh, from kind of the outside looking in, um, he has studied, you know, uh, the web and the business models that apply and pricing. And uh, we've kind of grown in a number of ways since uh, since starting Squadcast. And I think that is a, a fundamental skill that we we both have and we cultivate in our team and our culture is this idea of just in time learning not needing to be an expert uh, in advance, but being able to rapidly become uh, an expert or at least at a, you know, a, a high functioning level of, uh, of these new topics and challenges that we face in, uh, in the business or the technology um, or any of the areas that we have the opportunity to work in. So I think it's that, uh, that balance is key as well with our varying backgrounds uh, with, with just the right degree of overlap. Yeah, that's awesome. I think having kind of different backgrounds, but kind of understanding what, you know, each of you do, I think it helps with not kind of stepping on your toes. And I do agree on one of those things in terms of me being responsible for hiring and and, in management roles, where I had people that, you know, apply for a role, if I can see passion, and I know if they're passionate about it, they can learn on the spot and pivot real quickly. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a full believer in terms of, you know, let's figure this problem out. And if you really want to learn it and figure it out, you can, you know, achieve that specific problem and, and get to a solution. Yeah, yeah, you had asked about pivots. And I think they're, they, uh, we, we have a, a story there that I'll share that isn't necessarily, I would say, like a, like a typical kind of pivot where you hear about startups where they completely change their product or they completely change their, their industry or their business model. Um, for us, it was uh, more of a subtractive process. Um, we, like I shared, have this original challenge and saw an opportunity to bring new technology to this problem uh, that has long existed in broadcast radio and just uh, all forms of content ask the question, how, how can we collaborate when we're not in the same room together without sacrificing quality? And um, that is something where we bring a, a fresh approach to. But we started there is, uh, is the, the word that I chose. We, from there, extrapolated that out into this giant technology platform that would have everything under the podcasting sun uh, within it's it's um, it's platform to empower hosting and distribution and monetization and audience engagement and you name it. Uh, you know we have a number of friends and a tremendous amount of respect for the companies in the podcast industry who are trying to work on 
different facets of that. Um, but we really blew it up into this. It was, uh, you know, our, our uh, naive approach in the beginning was to um, startups, right? They like to get big fast. So it's like, take the original idea and blow it up. Uh, and we did that. And, uh, you know, I'm so grateful that we, we uh, got some really great advice that caused us to uh, catalyzed us to pivot back to our original vision of solving this core problem and being the best in the world at recording remote interviews and studio quality and really set all those other opportunities aside, allow other smart people to, uh, to bring new ideas to those things. And then further down the road, um, and we've 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 uh, come full circle on some of this is is start to integrate with those partner companies and peer peers that we have respect for in the industry. So that was the pivot. Um, you know, I guess two pivots. We started with the original core idea, and then we pivoted to this giant platform with all the stuff. Um, and then we got really great advice from our founding advisor Harry Duran, uh, who uh, you know really really implored us to focus on solving this one problem and then we pivoted back down to uh to where we started and i find that kind of beautiful and i'm glad we learned that lesson early because i think it's natural to find yourself taking on all these different projects or ideas and interests and trying to see where it goes but um one of the things that we've learned because we again really value uh you know, we have that growth kind of mindset where we're always trying to invest in ourselves and educate ourselves. And one of the things that we've learned is like a lot of times the issues are not because of lack of ideas. It's too much ideas. It's, it's due to indigestion, not to starvation to quote Dan Martell. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I feel really fortunate that we found out that lesson early because it's not always intuitive, but you know, you hear that you, you start to hear the cliche of you try to, uh, you try to cater to everybody, you end up uh, attracting nobody kind of thing. I know that's not the right way to say it, but that's it, the essence of it. Um, so we learned it when we were still small and, and um, I'm, I'm really happy for that because it, it is a, it is a pivot nonetheless. Yeah, I agree. It's one of those things when you're growing, you want to offer more things, more features, kind of grow your business in that way, scale. And kind of, it's great that you kind of went back to what the core was. Obviously you can, pivot either way, go back, go forward, you know, take a whole different direction, possibly branch out into other, obviously industries as well with other features, but it, it's good to kind of have your blinders on in that sense and kind of avoid pitfalls because I think there are a lot of pitfalls in terms of scaling a business at different, you know, intersections. So, you know, a bottleneck in terms of getting outside funds or, going public if you go public or an acquisition of another company or sale. And I think all, like to avoid it and do it the best possible way that still retains what you started the business for, I think is key and, and it'll keep you invested in the business itself. Yeah. Another, another element to, uh, to that rock has brought to the table that um, wasn't, I, I wouldn't say it was necessarily, we, we, we hadn't decided, but um I felt much more confident with uh, self-funding and bootstrapping the company and remaining independent for as long as we have with his uh, with his background. If if it was myself and another technical founder, uh, then I don't think I would have felt as confident making uh, such a bold financial decision, a financing decision. Um, as the the norm in startup land is to go out and you know raise a seed round and a series a and uh start that cyclical process of fundraising 
every 12 to 16 months. And um, that approach, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that, that that support system exists so more startups can be created. Um, but it, it doesn't necessarily apply to every startup. And we're very fortunate that um, that it wasn't necessary for ours to, uh, to grow and be healthy and find a business model that made sense. So that was uh, not necessarily a pivot, but I would say maybe a, a pivot away from the traditional path of, of the uh, venture capital uh, cycle that some, uh, some startups find themselves on. And uh, you know, we've, we've since have uh, taken a seed investment from a great investor, but maintained our independence. And that's what I think is, uh, is a kind of a, an evolution there but have a a bunch of great relationships with people who are, are smarter than ourselves, who aren't first time founders and have more experience and, uh, and wisdom. And uh, a lot of those friends, uh, are, are venture capitalists. So being out here in the Bay area, those, that's not an opportunity that we would, uh, you know, feel good about squandering in any way. There's a lot of opportunity, uh, with those relationships. So, uh, you know, just trying to learn, uh, wherever makes sense and find what fits best for our startup. Yeah, I think it's doing what makes sense for you and not kind of forcing it because a lot of companies, like you said, want to scale by getting outside funds. And then, you know, some of them don't necessarily do it the right way. They have a crazy burn rate that they're just throwing money at the wall and not knowing the direction that they go. And I think it's important to kind of know who you are and kind of stay true to why you started the company and what your actual you know goals are in scaling or and how you want to do it because ultimately you're kind of in control of that ship. So what kind of motivates you guys to succeed? Obviously those motivations can be the same. Um, they may overlap, but what currently motivates you in 2020 to succeed? Obviously that may have changed since you started, may have not, but what, what what's out there for you? Um, I value tremendously uh, creativity and uh, working with creatives. Um, so I have this uh, this hypothesis that um, that I try to I strive for this uh, this ratio of creation versus consumption, and I try to create as much or ideally more than I consume, uh, knowing full well that that's kind of a pipe dream. Uh, that's that's not really uh, attainable from from my own experience anyway. I'd love to hear from your audience if they think if they think there is a way to achieve that. Um, but the the closest thing I have found to uh, balancing my creation versus my consumption is by building my creativity being applied to building tools and services and being of of service to other creatives and empowering their creativity. So that's very much what motivates me is this uh, this idea that. Uh, that creativity is enhanced by collaboration. If we're all designing or developing or creating in a vacuum, uh, you're kind of only limited to your own uh, points of view and perspective. But once you add a second, a third, a fourth person to that process, it becomes more and more enhanced and there's an element of improv that's applied to it and uh, and really amplifies the the collaboration. So Squadcast is, uh, is, uh, you know, a really, really big step in that direction to uh, to empower uh, global creative, uh, global, a global community of creatives to uh, to collaborate on really high quality content. Uh, so I'm incredibly grateful and motivated by that uh, that uh, that 
hypothesis to uh, to empower other creatives to uh, to express themselves in their medium. In this case, podcasting. It's funny because the answer is very similar for me, but I'll just add my own uh, my own flavor to it. And it's that um, I mean, even after Squadcast, but especially before Squadcast, I was always really fascinated and I really admired people that are creative and had their own kind of thing going on side hustle for lack of way better way of putting it or even a, a main hustle whatever just just people that were able to create things and put it out there and other people wanted it you know uh, like build an audience or anything and I think that's what attracted me to podcasting and and why I love working with podcasters because podcasting is a creative element and maybe that's what their main that's the entree of their content creation but oftentimes like they you, they podcast about other things so that's what makes them interesting and cool is, is all the experience and expertise they're bringing to their podcast and sharing with their audience um, and i just never really saw myself as a very creative person um, so the opportunity to just be around more creatives and kind of get inspired by them and, and like zach said kind of give them tools to get their create their creativity out there. And then since I've really learned that I am creative, I, but my creativity, or at least in my opinion, is, uh, is manifest in business. And so that's my own personal thing is I really love exercising my creativity in business to help creators. And so I think maybe that's why it's a good fit, Zach, because we both kind of, we, we enjoy the creativity part about it. And to yeah. also follow up on the, how we, we did the self-funded route, I think that's what helped us identify and serve our customers even better because oftentimes podcasters are kind of doing the same thing. They don't have access to venture capital or anything like that. So you are bootstrapping it on your own, uh, operating with, with you know, uh, small resources and maybe you have a team, maybe you don't, but you're certainly wearing a lot of hats either way. And uh, we can certainly relate. And I think it's, for me, it, it, it's been helpful to help us our cut uh, help our customers because it's like it's just like starting a business you got to do all this different stuff that maybe you didn't realize you signed up for but um to really get the most out of it it's it's certainly more than get behind a mic just like a business is more than just getting up a website yeah i agree and i think like that creativity component is really important and and everything because i think innovation and creativity i think go hand in hand and for me personally i think the the complacency is kind of the death of innovation. So I'm constantly mm. reading, reading, learning. And I think audio obviously is a superior medium to deliver information and tell your story. I think one main reason that, you know, I do it in terms of a podcast is to really, and switching over to an interview format is I think everyone has a story to tell. A lot of people are kind of, you know, shy or thinking that their star story isn't big enough than, you know, some of the stories they hear, but I think it's important to, Share what you have to offer, you know, to the world, either your skill set, your creativity, your experiences, because there's at least one person out there that can learn from it or they can really, you know, propel or get through something in life through what you've shared on a podcast or anything else in terms of uh, the audio format. Yeah, it's a good time to be in audio when we again, when we first started, which wasn't too long ago, uh, it wasn't really seen as uh, a true business yet uh, podcasting and so you know especially on the production side like the content creation side always kind of had um people were always interested in i think just because content is such a valuable can become such a valuable asset if it, it does hit um but yeah it wasn't always something that was like 
we felt like we got it and we're like, people are going to want to collaborate remotely. And, and that was a big, another big thing about Squadcast is we saw ourselves as in that access of riding the wave of podcasting, but that also that remote work and remote collaboration would be more of a thing. And they're going to need high quality tools. And that's what we wanted to be is like that remote content production platform. Um, you know, what's audio now video is something that we're looking forward to offering very soon video recording, I should say. Um, so yeah, we just want to continue to, to help people get their word and get their content out there, regardless of barriers. And, you know, a lot of people, um, used to record in the same studio or in the same room. And that's certainly there's certain advantages to that, but we just felt like, you know, if you want to talk to someone across the world, that's not always going to be the option. So Squadcast is that option to have that cloud studio experience as close to real life as possible in the, the highest sound quality possible. Because we do think that one of the things that is in your control as a content creator is the quality of the content you're putting out there. And so when it comes to audio, Squadcast is really the one that's helping you because it's for your listeners. Your listeners are going to consume this in their ears. Our ears are very sensitive. Um, so anything disruptive or disturbing can be a, a total turnoff and also uh, a hit to credibility. So we think that uh, that's that's what we're offering. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, you have to have that uh, the content in terms of the creative component with the audio quality, because if you don't have both, obviously, if you have great audio, but you know, the content doesn't connect with the audience, you're not going to grow and no one's going to listen to it. And vice versa, if you have awesome content, but the audio isn't edited, it's not recorded properly. It's I mean, it's a it's a bad listening experience. Eventually, people will go somewhere with you know, a similar uh, genre or a similar, you know, format in terms of a show to listen to. And the yeah, content's hard enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have a tremendous amount of respect for how hard it is to, to you know, earn these, uh, these time with uh, guests for interviews. And, you know, the technology really needs to fade into the background and be, uh, you know, empowering the conversation, not getting in the way. So we have, uh, you know, a tremendous amount of empathy and and understanding for how uh, how difficult the content aspect of podcasting is, and the technology shouldn't add frustration to that equation. It should it should take it away, and it should be really fun to use and be uh, empowering and delightful. So that's very much how we approach it. And um, and you know, collaboration is an amplifying uh, force when it comes to creativity, but also just getting more out of that same content creation is how we think about approaching, uh, adding video recording to the Squadcast. So starting with that foundation of quality audio, uh, because if you have really great video, but the, all the audio is lacking in quality, um, it, it really doesn't matter. Like our ears are much more sensitive than our eyes. And, um, it's it's not a coincidence that like top video producers also have really really high quality audio uh, it, it, you can't really have one without the other so that's why another reason why we started in audio and uh we're we're moving into video because we want to empower and amplify even more creativity and more creative potentials out of that same one hour it's two hour long long form you know conversation with with people all over the world uh so Today you walk away with quality audio from Squadcast, and uh, and soon you'll be walking away with uh, quality video in addition to that audio for the same time investment, with more creative potential to make more content across more platforms and growing your audience uh, 
with uh, with the benefits of of being kind of omnipresent uh, as a show and not just a podcast. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you guys stopping by. Can you let the audience know how they can find more about you, the company? Obviously, I'm interested in terms of when that video update in terms of recording is going to happen. If there's any announcements coming up, anything you guys want to kind of mention. Yeah, um, we are totally part of the podcast community and uh, and love the openness that it fosters. So um, you can uh, connect with us on squadcast.fm or on social media anywhere at squadcast.fm. We're in a lot of the Facebook groups that are great for the podcast community. And um, and then also, uh, you know, have a tremendous amount of resources for, um, for helping people start their podcast and help them get quality audio for their remote content productions uh, on, on our website. And that's uh, squadcast.fm. So we're, uh, we're open book, we're super transparent. Um, and to, uh, to, so we're open to conversations anytime we can jump in a session uh, and check it out firsthand. The, uh, to, to answer your question though, yeah, uh, it'll definitely be within, uh, within this year. So we're, uh, we're making sure that it's right. We've earned this tremendous reputation that we're very proud of within the podcast community. And, um, and we don't want to, uh, we don't take that lightly. So when video lands, we need to be of that same level of reliability and quality, uh, from, from the jump. So, that's uh, you know something that we're we're looking forward to, and uh, it is uh, is coming in the in the coming months here. So not too long. And I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to share our story on your show, Roman. We really appreciate it. No, my pleasure, and thank you for jumping on. And uh, hopefully, in the near future, we'll uh, have a discussion about me moving over. And uh, I look forward to it. We'd love Same that. Here. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.